0: This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters. We don't need that scum. A Utini Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. All right,
1: welcome! To Bounty Hunt, the first in person edition of the Eugenie Network podcast where we look at all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Allerson, and joining me in person for the first time ever and maybe the last uh, is
2: the full <laughs> complement of characters. First off, on my diagonal, we have Dr. Corey Helton. Welcome. Wow. Happy to be here in person, which is kind of weird, not gonna lie, but still, I'm excited. It feels like it's like the Drew Barrymore show or something. It's like, hi guys, welcome to the couch. <laughs> I, know. Uh, I know. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm kind of naturally going into this radio voice, like more yeah. so than usual because we're in person. Yeah.
1: Hey guys, so we're talking about Boba Fett here. Uh,
2: <laughs> we also have to my right, uh, the
1: inimitable man who's gonna drive me to the Charlotte Airport in a couple hours, Dr. Charles Hankel.
3: True story. Uh, <laughs> this may be the last time that you hear from us because we're apparently driving through a winter storm. It's gonna be to great. Make it back to Charlotte West might live in Asheville. We're not sure yet. He's he's still stuck, but we'll figure it out. We'll worry about that after.
1: Well, if he is stuck, you are witnessing the first recorded footage of the new Asheville resident, the light. Of the city, the light of the country, Wes Jenkins. <laughs> Welcome to my new home. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my crib.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just have a look around. Just so everybody needs to understand, Eric is leaving early because his flight got canceled. He's leaving because he doesn't want to clean up this mess that we've made. Yeah, we told us. And I also get to watch the Cowboys game uninterrupted <laughs> tomorrow. So that's <laughs> what we're doing. If this
1: is this your first time watching or listening to Bounty Hunt? What a choice. Uh, this is our <laughs> show for us. A Living Birth Podcast at UT and like to talk about all the shows that come up in Disney+. Plus. Today, we are talking about The Book of Boba Fett Season 1, Episode 3, The Streets of Mos Vespa, as we call it. Uh, it's not. It's Mos Vespa. But we are going to briefly recap what happened in the episode. We're going to talk about it, things we liked, things we didn't. Uh, and just overall thoughts about the show. Very laid back, and we hope that you enjoy. If you're watching this on the YouTube premiere, I believe we're doing it tomorrow, feel free to have some talks in the chat. Obviously, we won't be able to chat with you on this one as we usually do, but we will be back to our usual Sunday live streams next week Next week for episode four. And We had uh, we had planned to do it live, too, I will say, but the internet sucks. So it's not as good. Are.
2: Yep, we're going to record it and premiere it anyway. So. Yeah,
1: when you take two years uh, hooking up your computers to Ethernet cords uh, to make sure that you can live stream, turns out it's not easy to replicate in Airbnb. That is correct.
2: <laughs> but without further ado,
1: gentlemen, let's talk about what happened in this week's episode of The Book of Boba Fett. We open up with a meeting with Boba Fett, Fennec Shand, and their lovely droid companion, where Boba's learning about the territories of Tatooine, who owns what, and then he gets a surprise appointment from a water merchant, who's complaining about street youths that are stealing his water. (laughs) Boba and Fennec then go investigate and see the gang is filled with cyber-enhanced kids who all these cool bikes. They need jobs. They need water, man. So Boba hires them on the spot, tells the water merchant to give them back some money, honestly, and he goes back to his back-to-tank to to go to another flashback. In the flashback, Boba, newly robed, newly gaffy sticked leaves the tribe and talks to the pike leader in town about tribute that he owes them, owns the, or owes the Tuscans by mistake. The pike leader says he's good, but there's already another gang that is claiming the territory. Boba freaks out about this because he then goes back to the Tuscan tribe to find they have all been wiped out. While Boba is away and he sees the little Justice League sign of the gang that did it. Boba then is unceremoniously ripped out of his back to bath by Black Kersantan, and an epic fight scene ensues with a very moist, slippery Boba Fett and Black Kersantan. <laughs> However, luckily for him, the new gang comes in, stabs Kersantan, and helps out with the fight, which eventually ends up in Kersantan being defeated. The Hutt twins then arrive to apologize for sending an assassin to kill Boba Fett and offer an apology gift. A freaking baby Rancor and a keeper, Danny Trejo, who may have a character name, but I don't care. It's Danny Trejo, the Rancor keeper. <laughs> so they then tell him that he can sell Chrysanthemum back to the Gladiators, but Boba says, you know what? I don't think so. Chrysanthemum, you're free. And Chrysanthemum runs away in a totally normal fashion. Fett <laughs> so then tells Boba Fett that, you know what? They need to go and see the mayor. And after the Major Domo tries again to tell them the mayor's not in, they find out the Major Domo is running away in a speeder and a chase... Ensues. He is then chased by the gang that Boba hires in their chrome, chrome-colored speeders through the streets of Mos Espa, ending with the mayor crashing into a stand full of Malu runs and Boba Fett landing with his jetpack. They ask where the mayor is, and the major domo says he's with the Pikes. The mayor is working with the Pikes, and we as an audience see that more Pikes have now landed on Tatooine to deal with Boba. So, boys, a lot in this episode. Shorter episode, but a dense episode. Let's go around the horn here. That This is around the horn. That's what it is. Oh, it is. Uh, and we are going... <laughs> I'll give you points based on your answers. Uh, rate this one to ten. Wes, start us out this week. One to ten. Streets of Mosaspa.
0: So this episode had a lot of good parts mm-hmm. in it. Um, it had a, some pieces that kind of helped us with the backstory between the... I guess the gap from Return of the Jedi and where mm-hmm. we're at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I appreciated that. Um, but there were... There were some aspects of the show that were... Kind of off-putting. Um, some of the, I mean, some of the CGI. It, it, obviously, you could tell that they didn't get the same budget as the Mandalorian, so we're going to yeah. have to be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it seems like it was a, it was a setup episode for what is to come. They did let us know that when um, when Bid Fortuna was taken over, he couldn't control everything, so he had to disperse right. yeah. control to three that was different. I like that talk in the beginning, yes. Yeah. Um, so I did like that. But overall. I'd probably give this episode a, a six point mm-hmm. four. Six point four four. So
2: Corey? Yeah, I think uh, I think we're gonna have to have a conversation about this is gonna be a lesson to see, you know, describe how we can be positive and respectful while also voicing disagreement, I think, to some. Yeah. some I think respect is we're gonna rule with respect. That's right, yeah, something like that, yeah. you know. Uh, and you know, I think I'm gonna go as far as say I did not like this episode, like straight mm-hmm. up. Um, I think I would give it as low as a four. Ooh, that's and, historic. Yeah, it's probably, probably the lowest score we've yeah. ever given a TV show uh, yeah. on the show. So I don't know. I think we have a lot to talk about. I think there was there was a few things that really stood out as exceptionally cool, but I feel like much more of this episode kind of leans towards exceptionally bad for a mm-hmm. lot of reasons. So I'm excited to talk about it. There's a lot of discourse online about this episode, too, and yeah. I hope that we can frame this conversation in a way that is separated from that.
1: Yeah,
3: if only there had been the Martez sisters, now you would have loved it more.
2: Charles, <laughs> what's, your,
1: what's your thoughts, one to ten?
3: <laughs> yeah, so I, I agree. Far and away, my least favorite uh, episode of the entire season so far. I think that every moment of this episode, I either loved it or I really disliked it. Like, yeah. there was not a whole lot that happened where I was just kind of like in the middle. It's an extreme um, episode for sure. It, it really was. I yeah. mean, like, the Rancor stuff was awesome. But if I had to <laughs> Point out one thing that probably bothered me the most. I know we'll unpack this in a bit. It's that I felt like they were walking back some things yeah. that they've spent a, yeah. a decent amount of time establishing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that we loved. I mean, last week's Bounty Hunt yeah. we said it was one of the best
1: episodes of live action television ever. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I'm curious with a relatively short show, you know, why we're spending time creating something and then and then walking it back. Yep. But that said, I'm going to give the overall episode 6.0, mm-hmm. probably about the lowest. I've ever ranked yeah. any book, TV show, ever, mm-hmm. uh, but there is stuff to love. So yeah. I want to make sure we do focus yeah. on that. Sure.
1: Boba is super short show. Um, <laughs> Somebody, I'll get that. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm unfortunately kind of. I mean, in agreement with you guys. We we did watch this e- with each other on Wednesday night. First time we've ever watched anything together. Wild
2: experience. Right? Wild yeah.
1: experience. We did this, <laughs> yeah. and then broke One. Which, if you're on our Patreon, that commentary is going to be coming your way. Um, and so we've had a couple of days to digest it, talk about it a bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm basically in agreement with the fact that I was very overall disappointed, I think, with, with the evolution. Again, last week's episode was so good. Yeah. And there was just a lot in this episode that I think on the page, had it been a comic or a book, I'm like, Maybe okay, I fair. get that. That could be interesting and fleshed out mm-hmm. nicely or I would have noticed some of the issues. Because I think a lot of the issues that I'm going to talk about today are are technical, are like directorial, yeah. are um, editing, things like that. That I think, or you have to figure out in a show, mm-hmm. but I agree with you as well, Charles. That a lot of the stuff got walked back, and there's there's one point we're going to talk about where I I'm not really settled on whether I'm okay with it or not. Yeah. Uh, for a bunch of different reasons, so I'm I mean I'm also going to say, oh geez, let's go a six point six. Let's go okay. execute rating sixty six here. <laughs> um, but let, let's let's begin with some of the new characters we got in this episode yeah. the gang the. The new biker gang, I remember when we got the trailer for Book of Boba Fett, one of the last ones, the the, the, the girl with the arm on the bike was the thing, and Twitter freaked out. Like, who is yeah. this character? Who yeah. interesting? Um, and that has been a big talk of discourse this week about people saying, does this biker gang fit in Star Wars? This is the most un-Star Wars thing. Or people are like, this is American graffiti in Star Wars. This is the yeah. most Lucas thing ever. For sure. for um, sure. So how did you guys feel about the gang just as a concept and then as the execution of the gang? We're not going to talk about the, the the part we're all we're all thinking about we'll save that for a little bit. So yeah. just the gang on its surface.
2: I think I think first gut reaction I like the principle a lot. Like mm-hmm. uh, we've not really seen a whole lot of the cybernetic stuff. That some of that's been in books and stuff actually. Yeah, definitely. And, like in
1: Latin, Nate and Jose Older's last shot. More most recently with all the cybernetic augmentations. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
2: right, right. So it's not a new concept in Star Wars. So I I fully disagree that that people say, oh it's not Star Wars. No, that's not. That's that's factually incorrect. <laughs> Very Star it Wars. Lots of times before actually. Um, mm-hmm. Does it does it like differ too much is it too too much contrast with like the desert of Tatooine? I don't know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, but I think as a, as a as a general concept, I really liked it. I thought they were cool characters too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the the idea of they're being they're being sort of like homeless street youths is kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, that they feel like they have to very
1: cyberpunk, like living yeah. on the streets,
2: working their bodies yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I like that a lot. And and the whole principle around like Boba showing up, being like, "You work for me now," and they don't know what know what, they didn't know what to do. With that. <laughs> okay, and he's like he's like get the hell in line. You know, I loved that. That was cool. I really like that
0: that aspect a lot totally yeah. they um i like the atmosphere and the story that that whole portion told with the with the biker gang so <laughs> like there are no jobs in, in most espos, so there's mm-hmm. there's no work there. Mm-hmm. And you have merchants that are charging more. They're hiking up their prices, yeah. whether it be for water, whether it be right. for food.
2: That's a good point. Um, it's like the dishonesty of the... The streets are sort of at unrest, right? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. yeah. Like, maybe it takes the crime lord to, like, step in and, like, be like, this is the law, you're going to friggin' follow us. Yeah,
1: like right. Bobo was like, you're charging
0: how much for water? And it's like, you should probably know that,
2: my guy.
1: Like, if yeah. you're
0: running the place. Right. Exactly. So I, I like that part of it. That yeah, was great, especially in just centering it around these... People that some some uh, fans, some viewers could actually uh, relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was great, and then yeah, like the the cybernetic parts, especially the one cool. with the with the ankle, the, yeah, this, the foot. The yeah, start kicking him out. Kick That's cool. In. Yeah, it's great. So I I appreciated that part of it. So now we have we have a, a better idea of how the streets of most Espa are living right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. Which mm-hmm. could further the story on in, in later episodes. Definitely. Definitely.
3: It's I think it's cool that Boba Fett is. A crime lord, right? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, he's a crime lord. Objectively, that's cool. Yeah, and, and <laughs> like, he even says, like, I'm the crime lord, you I know, know <laughs> I, to the major domo in yeah. episode one. And yet, even though if he owns this territory, he'd be getting kickback from this water merchant, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he would actually stand right. personally to benefit from these crazy yeah. prices and all stuff. But he is actually kind of interested in making this territory that he runs, like, functional for yeah. everybody that's, that's there. Right. So it just kind of furthers that narrative of, like yes crime lord yes bounty hunter but like also kind of a good person right like to to a degree yeah Yeah. exactly and so that that part's cool the biker gang i totally fits for me in terms of like it makes sense that they would have to do whatever they have to do to survive on these streets Mm -hmm. like that tracks for me the cybernetic stuff is cool and i hope that we learn why they all have those like and i want to see them use them more like Mm -hmm. so it's not just like oh, yeah, this looks cool. Like, I wanted them to see them actually yeah. functional. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing that I know you alluded to that did bother me when we watched the episode mm-hmm. and I brought it up right away was, was I felt that the bikes were very... They kind of took me out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I immediately... Yeah, they're bright yeah. red. Power blue, Ranger bikes. Power Ranger yeah. bikes, yeah. 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 We all immediately were like, go-go yeah. Power Rangers. <laughs> and, it, and I do actually agree with the point that it is Lucas. Like, it is yes. American Graffiti, but... That is not Star Wars Lucas. Like, his main aesthetic choice always in the original trilogy, in the time period that this is, was the universe should look lived in. Mm -hmm. Like, these are things off of a used car lot. This is not... Mm -hmm. You know, and the, these did not at all fit that aesthetic, yeah. nor the aesthetic of anything else that we see in the right. rest of this show. So yeah, it, was, yeah. it was, it was, we genre. have,
2: we have seen like stark contrast on Tatooine before, right? In Phantom Menace when Padme's ship like landed in Tatooine, yeah. it was like, sure. it was that's why they had to land on the outside, right? Because it yeah. it's so shiny and pretty, it would have been a huge, you know, attraction, like people would have seen right. it and it would have been noticed, right? So I think, I think I can get behind that. Like, I think I like the idea in the principle, if you take if you take them off of Tatooine of the biking and their cybernetics and and the color mm-hmm. bikes and all that kind of stuff. I think we'll work fine on like Coruscant, but yeah. like I don't know. I can definitely get behind that. Maybe it was it was too much contrast to do. Yeah, you know. I'm hoping maybe in the future we see because this gang seems to be sticking around for a bit. Although
1: we'll, we'll talk about later, like maybe things don't stick around in this show. Yeah. Um, but I think that if I if we had seen them like getting the sand off their bikes we meet them, like if I mean if you're obsessively cleaning your bike, that's all you have. It's all you own. Your identity as a gang is these bikes. Yeah. I can get that, but again, I think that maybe works better in a comic or a novel where they yeah. could have that time. We've, um, I mean,
2: we've never seen colors like this on Tatooine. No. Not a single time. And Tatooine, there's probably no. more real talk, there's probably more screen time for Tatooine than any other planet oh, in Oh, easily. Wars. Even
3: the pod raisers, sure. even the most yeah. souped-up yeah, like, right. mechanical thing that there yeah. was looked nothing so, close to It was there. a choice, for sure. So, of dingy. like, and, and, I and, and
1: I didn't... And I hear that. For me, like, I, I, I agree that I like the gang in concept. Again, I like the idea of Boba... Seeing these these kids, and I, I honestly I think they probably reminded him of himself in Clone Wars, where it's like I'm a young kid, I'm on my own, I'm just trying to find jobs. He's probably like, yeah, that sucked, and I wish that the crime lords had always tried to take advantage of like when he was with Ora Sing and Bosk and all that stuff. Like, yeah. that sucked. So maybe there's an element of that that I like bringing in, and I like them all as, as characters. None of them really took me out. Like the Major drama still majorly takes me out every time I see him. Yes. Just he doesn't seem to be in the same movie as everyone else. But I thought their performances were fine. I think they're interesting. Maybe we get more bike stuff that is interesting, maybe we don't, but um, the rancor in the room with the bikes. Yes. Let's go right into it. So this episode (laughs) ended with the chase. That was like the the last big thing, and when you're watching a TV show, a movie, your third act, your final thing has to be what sticks in people's mind, which is why the first episode of The Mandalorian ending with the Grogu reveal was incredible. It was yeah. perfect because we're like, and last episode with the Tuscan um, ritual dance was incredible. Like, yeah, like right. it gets you. And this ended with the slowest speeder chase in the history of the world. And I, I and all of us, as we ended, we had this moment where I think every time we end an episode of something, we were like, why didn't I like that? Like, it's, it's yeah. always an interesting of yep. like, hmm. And the speeder chase, for some reason... We've seen gifts online. The Twitter gifts have been amazing about it. Like, people in their walkers and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but the speeders, they took the turns really slow. Like, it yeah. just seemed like a very easy,
2: like non threatening thing. It was hard to watch that live together, too, because, like, I think somebody asked about, I don't know, maybe a third way through the scene. We're like, is this bad? Does this look bad, you guys? <laughs> yeah. And everybody wanted to say it, but somebody else, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if
1: well, because we, we watched yeah. Solo last night, and, and of course, you've had issues with that speeder chase in the
2: past, yeah, but watching
1: that this, after this yeah. is like,
2: they're. Flying down Corellia, of like, course. Yeah, that that seems to be like kind of the inspiration for this style of speeder chase is what they did in Solo, which which I've admittedly said multiple times on this trip, even that like I've never liked that scene. It feels mm-hmm. weird and out of place. And like every single speeder we've ever seen in Star Wars has been super super fast. I mean, even 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 poor farmer Owen Lars's speeder from Tatooine in the very Star Wars books film books it, it's fast as shit. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's so it's like. You know, we have, we have, so when they did it in solo, they made them slower. The first time ever we've seen slower speeders in solo. I didn't really like it that much. And like, we were comparing this bike scene to the solo chase. Mm-hmm. And we pulled that up. We were like playing Trivial Pursuit last mm-hmm. night and watched, uh, we had it on the TV and we watched that scene. And we're like, okay, this is a lot faster than the tattooing
0: <laughs> speeder chase was. Well,
2: and you notice because in the, in the solo scene, you know, they, they hit the droid and the
1: droid like explodes and bumps up. And these yes. ones, there was a droid freaking out and they're like, sorry. Pardon me, pardon me.
2: And it's like, yeah. whoa, these yeah, kids
1: yeah. on their bikes, and it's like you should be terrified—you're gonna
2: die in a speeder chase. Dude, there's, a, there's a there's an episode of Futurama where they like they're going to the like the government office, the central government office, and the, everybody's riding around these super slow, stupid speeder things like this. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, he's like, oh no, I'm gonna crash, and he's like. Like and there's this like long like eight seconds. Well, it's, like, it's Austin Powers yeah, too. He's like, bit. out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah it's almost, it's almost no! comical. You know? if we watch this scene again today, we try to like kind of piece together yeah. why. But maybe we were it wrong. So bad. You know, give it another shot. Yeah, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. And why did we have this gut reaction that it looked so bad initially? And it's a lot of just camera shots and angles and like. Like, there, is, it'll, there are scenes in which people are static, and the bikes move past them, and it looks like the bikes are moving very, very slow in comparison to yeah. the static pieces. Relative so.
1: speed is tough. Like, on the pod race, we talk yeah. about the pod racers in Phantom Menace, why they're so blinding, is that George was in, in control of how fast the environment was moving, because all you get is that little first-person view or you see a pod racer, and there's all sand. Yeah. So, as fast as the sand goes is how fast the pod racer is going, but the yeah. second you have a person in the background of a shot moving yeah. at normal speed... Your brain, our brains are amazing. Like we right. we can calculate how fast we think that's going, and it it just it seemed so like okay, get to the end of it. Like I'm just, yeah. you're not gonna make it out.
3: Like it's always are slow. 20,
2: 30 miles an hour max. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, space, can I, mean,
3: I say too that the the characters that were in it also I think played into me not enjoying it as much. because yeah. I've always said I I like the major dome as a character, and I actually still do like him as a yeah. character, but. He is so goofy, yeah. and he's in the front speeder, and he's, you know, looking back wow. over his shoulder. He's knocking yeah. over paint cans, and it and it felt like a Saturday morning yeah, cartoon did. Did, of like sure. you know, yeah. I, I don't know like one of those dastardly cartoon. Yeah, he was villains. like, ah, oh. like, you know, I had, bro, I had, I had, like, had your like, boss is like, with the pikes now. Like yeah. you got, <laughs> I know, I had
2: like the Wiggles vibes or something like that. Yeah, I mean, mean, yeah. About, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Goofy and weird and
3: in a show about a crime lord on yeah. Tatooine, right? Trying to kill like each it's... other, yeah. and even
2: even the and even the biker gang too. I mean, they're like, yeah, whatever, and it's just yeah. like puttering along. It's just it was dumb. Like, yeah, it felt like it felt like that scene in uh, in uh, Back to the Future. I brought that up actually. Like the when, when, they, when they when they when Biff's like great 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 grandson or whatever like freaking <laughs> chases him. Yeah, yeah. Felt and like I that. think
1: that if, again, if this were in a comic, the, the static images with the speed lines, you could have made this chase like. Yeah. Really, in in, intense or like in novels, you can
2: describe speed, and it's something that I the train, yeah, the the train, train. dude, to go from the train, the terrifying speed of the train, you felt that this speeder is like this. This is a really harsh, harsh turn, and if it's budget, you got to know that. Okay, we don't because this episode was
1: directed by Robert Rodriguez, yeah, who is the showrunner, who like his his thing has been
2: action Mm -hmm. in his career, and for and which is why for some reason I was I was very surprised, yeah. Yeah, we had the conversation last night, too. Like, how the hell did this thing get past the editing process? Because, like, you know, there's 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 lots of documentaries and stuff about, like, the creation of the Phantom Menace. And you get some of those pieces. And a lot of people said that, like, you can sense the tension in the room. Like, and it shows people, like, viewing Mm -hmm. things. And, like... (laughs) Like people openly talked about after this whole thing was done, of like they didn't feel like they could talk to George Lucas or tell him, like, "Hey, we don't like the way this is going because it's his baby and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff." So it ended up like there was no feedback process all the way through it. So it like it hurt the final cut of the film, yeah. Which admittedly now what you get on Disney Plus is even better than what it was then. Right. right, CGI was pretty bad even at the time, and like, how did this happen? I mean, this is a Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume that there's a lot of like oversight on this type of thing. I don't understand how. This scene made it all the way through all the viewing process of of people looking at it and, and saying, "Hey, this looks good." The production looks good. Even the CGI was bad in a lot of places, yeah, right? Yeah, so sort of. was. Yeah, yeah I, I just don't know how this. Like, I, I'm a little disappointed just in general as a as a as a viewer and a, a big Star Wars fan that this is a final cut that is going to be a smear on live action Star Wars. I'm afraid yeah. for a long time. Um, which sucks. Which yeah. really sucks. Yeah. Like you know, we want to we want to watch this stuff and enjoy it and think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's definitely cool things about this this episode, but like this is the, by far the most obvious. Like feels like a big mistake, big error with, that we've yeah. seen. Yeah, with live action, you might
0: you might be able to, <clears throat> I guess, get past the budget concern. So if they if they had a small budget for the CGI and the technical and the cameras and all that, um, it shouldn't that shouldn't also. Way on top of the acting. Right? Yeah. Yes. So the, so the Major Domo didn't make me feel like he was running for his life. Yeah. No. He made me feel like he was, if he lost, he lost a race, and that was it. Yeah. 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 And he kept, it was just like, there were so many obstacles. Oh, I'm going to barrel into this, I'm going to barrel mm-hmm. into this, I'm going to barrel into
1: this. And it's, yeah, it, just, it didn't, the it totally didn't fit. Like, what's so cool about Star Wars is that there are so many projects with different tones. Like, Clone Wars doesn't feel like Rebels, doesn't feel like Mandalorian, doesn't feel like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can all vary, but Boba Fett has very much set a tone and I think that yeah all these things connected didn't really match it which is interesting because in the same episode now we also got a very intense scene with Black Crescenton I mean the one moment as we were all watching it the second that Crescentan reaches into back and grabs him we're all like oh like, Dude, that oh, was disrespectful <laughs> we did we that screened. was one of the
2: most shocking scenes like <laughs> ever in Star yeah, Wars like there absolutely almost a jump scare like seriously yeah. Yeah. which
1: was great and really like, the fight and I think the fight choreo overall was was pretty good this is yeah. a very
2: fun thing It was a fun scene I think
1: And then it ends and there's two things that I want to get your guys' take on Number number one one of the cool things about Crescentan coming in is that he is so obviously from the comics? Like this is a comics character, which means they took the source material that he is in and put him in live action. Very right. specifically, he okay. wasn't accidentally in concept drawings. this was from a comic book?
0: Right.
1: In that comic book, he hangs out with Boba Fett. Like both. So that's yeah. one, that's one thing that in Boba being like recommendation for me. Like it, it felt like they didn't know each other, and that was odd. And mm-hmm. two, I find it interesting that they bring in as this Just as no, no dialogue. Oh my god, we all know who he is last week. Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. week there's one fight, and then he's like, you know what? You're free. And he doesn't join the gang. Mm -hmm. He runs away in the most...
2: run I've seen it's in Star Wars in one time. <laughs> we've, been, we've been making fun of that all weekend. Like, yeah. like, do that chrysanthemum run. It was this awkward jog. I mean, where's he yeah. jogging He's in the middle of the freaking desert. And it's, it's not all, even
0: like... It's the, almost like the Padme run from episode two. Oh, it is yes, a little. bit. Yes, <laughs> but it's it also really not, not like... The
1: co- like the, like, the, like the a Bantha thing last week was yeah. funny, but fit so perfectly. It was for, intentionally funny. Yeah, yeah. and right. this, this was like...
2: This was a joke by accident.
1: Here's this awesome comics character that has met Boba Fett. So we're going to bring him in, have him fight once... And then we're going to say, oops, never mind, you don't know each other, and then run away into the... I mean, maybe he's going to come back, I don't know,
2: but...
3: That's what I was going to say. To be fair, we don't know. Yeah, but just to have him doodle
2: off in favor of these new street gangs was weird. Right. It did feel feel kind of odd in that regard, too. And I I, I will say that everything else about Black Kersantan outside of... Outside of uh, like his goofy little jog away, which is admittedly a, a one second, scene, yeah, I right? mean, it doesn't really matter as much. In the great, <laughs> it, no, it's really, but if it's we, fine. Had, a, if we yeah. had a dollar for all the one second changes we would make in Star Wars, we'd be all filthy rich. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> there's so many goofy cuts and choices and things like that. I don't really care about yeah, that. No. Um, but yeah, it is kind of weird that like they're you know I like that the Huts gave him as a gift. That was cool. I yeah. really like that. I wish that Bubba would have been like, "You work for me now, but you're free." I wish that w- yeah, yeah, like, "Do you, you so want to join the gang?"
1: Because uh, he looks he yeah. looks great. The design yeah. is amazing. The fighting was good. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it, it is Blacker Tantin
3: yeah. from the comics. Like, he and looks really the, cool. The street
2: gang fight was cool too, with uh, yeah. with the, the, all their interesting weapons yeah. and interesting takes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that scene was a little bit dark. I, I can't wait to go back yeah. and watch it on, on a. But you know,
0: she just came like shanked Blacker Tantin. Yeah, like, yes, shanked yeah, freaking... him. looked like he was moving in slow motion to me. In like in all those mm-hmm. in, in that dark scene when he first pulled him out of the mm-hmm. back to tank. And let's yeah, totally like when he was about to punch, it just looked like he's going very slow and he just walking like very slow. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, can
2: we talk about how Boba like absolutely got his ass kicked in that scene? Like he oh, took like three really hard punches.
1: Oh yeah,
0: the the the, uh, the electro
2: punch
1: where he had like the, the, the knuckles with the electricity. Bam! And, and then he the got, throw where his back hits got, against yeah. that wall, yeah. like that. And he's in the he middle was, of a back-to-bath. He's, he's got a like a loincloth
0: on. The yeah. yeah. diaper. Like the stunt double yeah, hit yeah, with his hit with his arm. He gets bitten in the hand. Oh, yeah, too. he's super like, <laughs> hard. Like, he's a biter. I forgot.
1: Yeah. Luckily, he's right next to a back-to-tank. So But yeah, I. It was an interesting choice, which which I think it makes me weirdly more excited for Obi Wan, and because Deborah Chow is making and directing every single episode of Obi-Wan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is one where I saw, oh, clearly what happened in the last couple episodes had ideas, but they didn't, uh, they didn't quite measure up Mm -hmm. to the next director and it feels, kind of like how we felt about Rise of Skywalker in a Mm -hmm. bit of like, you didn't take the ball and run with it. You took the ball and went back a few yards, and this is the ball I actually wanted instead. And then tried to go forward and right. a little bit odd. There, oh, I was there are definitely
2: some small things that I did very much like about both of these scenes: the speeder chase and the black Sandin thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about this. They're, the two Easter eggs that are in the speeder chase were pretty cool. We have the May Maylorons. The like, Maylorons were rebels, yeah, yeah. That was an interesting choice, and we all recognized it immediately. And we we're like, "Oh, Maylorons!" That was so yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it was, that was fun. That was a fun choice. The Connects only, the galaxy. The only friggin' fruit in Star Wars. That That's it. <laughs> I'm fine with that. They're
1: very rare, but also the only fruit.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I love that. That was funny. Uh, also, um, I saw this on Reddit. I think we talked about it. Um, like the the classic trope inside of a inside of a chase where like they smash through the people carrying a piece of glass or a painting. <laughs> yeah, that was in there. Right? So the painting that they're carrying. do you guys see this? Yeah, it was the a pain- hut. Right? Yeah, the Right, painting yeah. is, is a hut, and it's a. Maybe it was Tim that showed us. Maybe actually, Tim's behind the camera. I appreciate you doing that, Tim. Hey, buddy. Um, there's a. It's it's straight out of a Mac- Macquarie Painting. Oh no way! That's, uh, yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah, okay. it's a Macquarie painting, and it's like been adjusted or whatever. But that's what they're carrying. Yeah, I like it's Macquarie that's the, painting. That's, that's I like pretty that. cool. That's, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, and cool, of course we saw. I'm going back. I'm pretty sure that for the first time in the series we saw Boba Fett with a jetpack.
3: Yeah, we did. Like he lands with a jetpack, yeah, yeah, yeah. which looks cool. cool. I if, mean. Yeah. And if we're talking about Easter eggs, we also saw the pit droids with the mechanic commando. Yep. Right. And we saw all the stormtrooper helmets on. Yeah, the yeah, and, In the there.
1: flashback, connecting it. Yeah, yeah like. Yeah. And that all, was a lot of fun. All the stuff in the flashbacks I'm still liking, which actually, th- this does get us to the next point, which I yeah. want to take some time on like, because this is a complicated point. Yeah, I
2: want to talk um, about this
1: too. So in the flashback, all the Tuscan stuff we talked about last week, loved. Absolutely, love so funny. Tuscans. We we
2: did. We were pretty mixed about it the first episode, and then last week we were like, "I'm all in for this." Yeah. And Then we had this stuff in this episode. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then this episode, we get to talk with the Pikes. I love the fact that there's multiple gangs, and who am I supposed to give tribute to? And the Pikes show how good they are at business because they're like, "We're gonna pay." I just don't want to be. I just don't want to be screwed. Like, like trust I, us. We understand the concept of protection money. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I already I already sent a check, and I'm not trying to Venmo him. Like you know. I, know. I know, right? But then Boba comes back, and. All the Tuscans, we don't we don't see the warrior or the child, but we see the leader mm-hmm. and we see all, oh, uh, have been burned to the ground and, and killed. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's been a large discourse online about this because last week we talked, one of the coolest things about bringing the Tuscans in like this was giving indigenous representation, um, giving land ownership mm-hmm. to a native population in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's huge. That's great. Tim Morrison being an indigenous New Zealander, like all these things are great. And then this episode take the native population and kill them all for story, and it's like, and it's been it's been interesting seeing this online because obviously as four white dudes. We we know what we know, we know the history that we know, but it's not going to be as personal as there's been some yeah. fans online that say one, this is kind of a, a little bit of a slap in the face to being like, so you give us a tease and get us excited about native representation and want to kill us yeah. again, mm-hmm. but two, I've seen people be like. Also, that's historical. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... That's what happened. We, we made you fall in love with Native populations. and made you realize we have also been slaughtering Native people throughout history as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. So,
1: in, in a way that, like, for however we can understand, for the story, mm-hmm. do you think it made sense as far as, like you said, setting up things and then immediately bringing them down? And also, do we think, from our limited perspective, what we knew, is this okay? Is it more effective because it's
3: more realistic? How did this hit us? I I think, well, one point I just want to bring up is what, so what is the point of them doing that? Like, if we're trying to view this just from a story aspect, like, what is the point of them doing that? I don't think the point was for social commentary, like, maybe it's there, but I think the point within, like, in universe was to try to give Boba Fett some sort of vendetta against this biker gang. Absolutely. Okay. However, at the same time, I feel like he already had reasons yeah. to have a vendetta against them. Yeah. He was already familiar with them when he saw the farmer getting beat up and them spray mm-hmm. painting his house and rolling out. They're uh, another crime uh, entity like operating within the space that he's trying to yeah. own. So like he had reasons. So did that need to happen? And I hate using that word, right? Because nothing ever needs to happen in these yeah. stories, but. Yeah. I feel like it didn't have to to have the same outcome in the story and put both of it in the same mindset that he needed to get. Now, I will say, and and hopefully this isn't um, taken in a bad way, I thought that it was very impactful the way that he discovered the Tuskins. Oh, he played it really well. I thought it was done very well. When he pulled out the small gaffy of the kid Mm -hmm. and and laid it down, I mean, like that, the choral music, like it was beautifully done. Yeah. but But there was that, like, is this a little. Tone yeah. deaf, like he's just, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I
2: kind of, I did have that, that feeling a little bit. I, and you know, this is, everybody has their own personal perspective and, and background and that sort of stuff. And it didn't really, the, I don't think I would have noticed it as heavily, Eric, if you hadn't brought it up. Mm-hmm. Like this is the thing, that I'm also not very connected to that, you know, that discourse online and sure. stuff. And like, I, I definitely, now that we've talked about it, I, I see it, and mm-hmm. I, can, I can get it, and. Like, I mean, I feel like the last episode had a lot of... Like, man, you had the haka at the end of the episode. It felt very cool and yeah. cultural, and, and, like, I felt like it it sort of... It took a lot away the... Uh, what's the word? Like, the ownership, the... Uh, it took a lot of that away from the Tuskins, right? Yeah, that, they became then
1: just bodies
2: again. Like, they're, yeah, they're, they're right. kind of made... They're used to be killed yeah. in
1: Star Wars in so many episodes, because right. they're the bad guys, and Anakin kills them as bodies, and, and then... Now they're, we're like, yeah. oh, they're more than that. They're a whole weak. culture. And now it's yeah, like, just, yeah. damn it. Yeah, there's all
2: this principle about like we feel weak and whatever. And Boba had that whole cool conversation about like, yeah. you know, you're not weak. You're strong. You're you know, every grain of sea
1: and every grain of sand in the Dune yeah, sea, right? So
2: like we we did yeah. all this. We did all this to really build up the power of the Tuscans, and they have kind of realized that they're warriors and fighters yeah. and that sort of stuff. And then. Boba goes on a single errand, and they all get annihilated. Yeah. Like, also, Boba, who can kick all their asses in a bar by himself after being pretty weak. Right. You're telling me the entire
1: Tuscan, yeah. who also are pretty mobile, so right. they found them, yeah. and then wiped them
2: all out in took, an hour. Like two hours or something? Yeah, like, I, I hate that. that. I hate that. <laughs> like, that's... That... That is very much contrary to everything that we had in the last episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, they took down a damn train. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, like that was a. That they was had, an they, yeah, fight. they have. Yeah, they have
3: speeders now. The yeah. Tuscan warrior alone. Yeah, with what we saw her do in the last episode, would have been able to. At least her handle told right. I mean, and she was not there, so like we can presume yeah. that she's. Yeah. Which is also it. like, so they're both gone at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So does yeah, that
0: make so, us believe know. that? It was the original biker game, Nikto's or whatever we're going to call it. The Kinton Striders. the Kinton Strider, the Justice the League, and the Justice. Yeah, is it is it them? Is it a lot more of them? Do they have something that we don't oh, no. know? Is it is yeah. it somebody else no. entirely? Right. Is it, was it yeah. was it
3: the Pikes or something? Well, and they, they just spray painted the sign. They tagged it. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean,
0: yeah. they have made a point to where yeah. they show them putting up the Justice League sign yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. everything they do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that would that would be a good curveball they threw it wasn't a curveball but
2: it should that. have freaking happened in this episode it Yeah, have shown in this episode yeah I, now, I hadn't
1: thought about that to you said it Corey wait. about what it does to the power of the Tuscans, because mm-hmm. I think I, I realized subconsciously I had been like I respect these warriors so much now and I yeah. think that's so fun because they you know this this particular tribe of Tuscans because they yeah. said there's other ones that are mirrors but like these guys right. protect their own and they're right. powerful and you know do all these things yeah. and yeah I'm like, these, the other gang has been kind of like bumbling idiots. We've seen them only oh, yeah. attack defensive right. people.
2: Like no. yeah. uh, oh, that Alex. guy in the first episode. Yeah, the yeah. holics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had like, a drinking like, problem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're they're cro- just
1: <laughs> their chronic health is probably really bad. <laughs> yeah, and the second they fought anyone that had any measure of fighting skill, which was Boba, even you know. and he wasn't even at his top fighting form yet. Right. He had still had okay, like training yeah. to do. And he had a wooden gaffy stick. Yeah, and yeah. yeah i <laughs> Unless they had like <laughs> oh hey, by the way, we all have thermal detonators. Rah! Like, know. you know, but... Yeah.
3: All that said, though, too, I do want to acknowledge the fact that, like, we're four white dudes talking about a lot of this stuff, too. And so I would actually encourage you, like, if you're watching this, thank you for watching this. But, like, find some other voices talking about this, too, because we're only going to have so much insight into how this makes certain people watching this show feel and, like, what it means to them. Mm -hmm. So, like... Look for, uh, and there probably aren't enough, look for some uh, Native American voices, like in the Star Wars yeah. fandom, that, yeah. are, that are talking about this, because they're obviously going to have a lot more insight. But, yeah, I love that. But I do want to talk about, too, the overall idea, the big idea that I mentioned at the very beginning of the episode, of walking stuff back. Yeah. Because this is just one example of it, what yeah. they do with the <laughs> Tuscans. Spent twice as long as any other episode building them up, and now they're gone.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, the Kersantan thing, we introduced him, made him look super cool. <laughs> And now maybe he's gone forever. Yep. We introduced the Huts, had this epic entrance, and then the very next episode they're like, "Sorry, we're leaving." Yeah, um, our bad. Tried to kill, ya. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kill you. Yeah, you know we tried. We're not the big
0: bads. The Pikes are. Right? We even right, right. like right. this place. It, but what were you doing here last week? I know. <laughs> yeah, and
3: that's and that's fine. Yeah. that's fine. Like it, maybe they just want there to be a lot of, uh, I don't know uncertainty, and yeah. we're not supposed to know what's going on right now. First week get a new
1: job, you know, well, who's my boss, what's my yeah, job? And Maybe
3: <laughs> in hindsight it all makes sense, but I, I just have to feel that, like, if we're spending so much time building these cool things up, and then taking them away the very next episode, like, it just kind of feels like we're continually having the rug pulled out. I don't know where we're going. And yeah. We're almost fifty percent through the
2: show. I know we still haven't made like really hard progress. Through, I mean, we've gotten a little bitty, tiny thing about like there's this kind of gang war thing going on, but that yeah. that idea isn't present in every episode. We haven't learned anything really. Yeah, yeah. Like, is, it, we saw had the damn scene with the table where they're sitting around the table sitting around yeah. the table. Yeah, like, like it,
1: is it Pikes? If, if it's Boba versus Pikes, then all the flashbacks of him going to the Pikes and then being like, "We're totally cool with protection. We get that. Who do we pay? That." That also it seems odd because if it's if the Pikes end up being the big bad, that like they are the ones that tipped off the Justice League to know where the Tuscans were, because but they wouldn't have known that Bo was coming to see them because he didn't like call ahead. I don't know. There's I think you're right. When it ends, obviously every, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, we'll see how this all goes. But I do hope that when we have episodes like episode two with the director, um, I already for, I forgot her name, but that is so intentional about a really fleshing out an episode and they get and they gave her the freedom to do that i mean she yeah. took 35 of those minutes in flashback to build this up and then right. they literally burned it yeah. I, I I hope that this is a really short episode decision. it's a short
2: yeah. episode yeah. too we haven't really talked about that in comparison to this to yeah this it's like training, a 37 minute you know, instead of 50 it something is, yeah. it's, it's fine to do but I feel like this was a bad time in which to do a really short episode like I feel yeah. like you can only do a really short episode if you if you get a really good story in a short period yeah. of time right yeah. Yeah. yeah like it feels it feels like 15 more minutes would have fixed a lot of our problems that we had with a lot of this yeah um,
3: let some of the moments breathe at least yeah, yeah. but so. I also wonder because we know a lot about how the Mandalorian was done and it's hard not to just compare the things that we're seeing in the Mandalorian but, Like we've seen all the behind the scenes gallery stuff that shows all the directors, like even if they didn't work on an episode, they were there like on set, like they're talking, they're taking notes. And it very much felt like ideas that were left in one episode were picked up in the next. Yeah. Nothing was immediately walked back on or reversed. And yeah. it kind of brings back some of those feelings about like sequel stuff, sequel yeah. trilogy stuff that happened. Yeah. So I wonder how much communication is there between yeah. the people that are running this show and the directors that are coming and going yeah. as compared to like yeah. Manda. That, I was actually
2: thinking that a few minutes ago too. I, like I, I had a lot of that weird conflicting emotions I felt about Rise of Skywalker, like yeah. walking out of that. Cause you're like, we've done things to establish things that I'm in, in one, one episode, one movie. And then we, just flip it, the next movie, right? We create Snoke, he's the big bad, we kill him off, right? We, yeah, it happened. We got this in this yeah. episode. Yeah.
1: I also think it's interesting in this episode. I think this helps our, our hero worship of creators a bit as well. Yeah. Because, you know, Mandalorian season two, it gets done. There's the give Lucasfilm to Faber Filoni kind of deal. And then Robbie Rodriguez does the Boba Fett episodes, and it's like, this is the best action, this is the coolest thing. And so far, he's directed the first and third episode, which have been far weaker than the second that he didn't direct. And yeah. John Favreau wrote this one. Yeah. And I and again, I I think every Star Wars creator, every person is, is human. Yeah. You're going to have That's good true. ones. You're going to have rough ones. Obviously, we're still watching all the episodes. But this is not like, oh, what a waste of our time. Right. But I do think it's cool to just recognize, like, it is very hard to create this stuff. And even the people that do amazing stuff one day are going to have some off weeks
2: and I, I or, think they, or even it's not even just they may have off weeks they may they may have ideas and design choices that you will disagree with in one one yeah, case or another right. right so I find it incredibly frustrating that that Star Wars fans tend to be like I just absolutely love everything Filoni does I'm like yeah but you're like implying that they can never make decisions that you're going to disagree with and yeah. that's not true I mean George Lucas himself which we. It's, we've seen his hero worship has been such an interesting thing. It's, he made the original trilogy. Everybody absolutely loved him. He also made this, the prequel trilogy, yeah. which was not good compared to the original trilogy to those fans,
0: right? right. So, yeah. you know.
1: And the, and the key is what you said at the beginning of this episode. It's it's the, we always respect these creators. That's yeah. the thing. And I think that's the difference is that we're not calling for anyone to get fired or anyone to take over anything. We're just looking at it objectively saying, you know, it's, it's like a parent. Like, sometimes your kid, they're going to do a good job. Yep. Sometimes they're gonna go to a baseball, baseball game. They're gonna go. You're gonna strike out four
2: times. Right. It's gonna be like you know right. what? There, there doesn't have to be anything else other than I didn't like it. There's not, it's not I didn't like it. Let's cancel Star Wars. I didn't like it. Let's fire mm-hmm. Kathleen Kennedy. I didn't yeah. like it. Let's get rid of. Flum yeah. There's no second. Yeah. thing. Right. It's just yeah. I didn't like it. What's next?
1: You yeah. Guys. It's like
2: it, it's the West. It's like hey, I didn't
1: like it. Hey guys, there's more Boba Fett next week. Yeah. Like, right. that, it's so cool that we're getting
2: a we we Boba Fett show. We have, how many more? we have what four more? Four Yeah, because it's seven more episodes too. So you know. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I don't think the show is gonna. Is I hope we don't leave the show with with a negative yeah. feeling
3: about it. Um, yeah. You know, I but like. if we do, right? Like we've had this conversation before. <laughs> is there another show coming out this year? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Kenobi like cannot be bad. There's no know. way. <laughs> um, but. But if if we do walk away from this with a negative attitude, it was a fun experiment. We got a lot of information about Boba Fett that people have literally been wanting for 40 years. That's true. And we can just say, you know, I'm not going to revisit it. Yeah, Yeah. And we learned from And that's fine. That's fine, right? Like, just move on and find the things that you love. It's fine. And there are definitely things to like about the show. Oh, yeah. For sure.
1: Well, I just want to hit on that kind of as we round out this episode. Going forward, as Charles, you had been saying, we're in a weird spot now. We kind of don't know now what's gonna stick in because we were like, oh, it's the Tuscan show. It's gonna be half Tuscan, half not, and now it's like maybe never Tuscans. Like yeah. the Pikes weren't even talked about till last episode, and now they might be the big bad. So, yeah. per- Chrisanthon's gonna join the crew. Per- Anton might be on you know another planet by he's, now.
3: He's still jogging out there. He's now. still just <laughs> he's getting get that cardio. Day. Day. He's the going one, back the to the sheet. I mean,
1: so my question <laughs> for you guys is going forward. Here, here, I'll say what I I think and I want, and I want to hear what you guys think. You know. Manager expectations. We always try to say that. Yeah. I, I really hope we're not done with the Tuscans. I really hope that this is a, a setback. I hope that the warrior is alive. Um yeah. or that he finds another tribe or something and maybe even the kid. Yeah. I, I hope that Boba is now not gonna just one man army kill the gang is revenge. I hope that he does still stick in the Tuscan culture a bit. Mm-hmm. Um I f th- I don't think I don't think the speeder bite gang is the whole show now. I think that they might be in for another two episodes. But I don't think they're going to be like Endgame with Boba. I do think now that the Pikes are going to be the big bad. And I'm cool with it. Even as I'm saying it, I'm doubting it, right? I think that it's got to be a show about Boba establishing territory. And I think it's got to be... I mean, is... Okay, never mind. I'm already taking that back. I think that it's going to be about mm-hmm. Boba establishing territory and that table scene we get is like second to last episode now. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be hey, we've had a war, we're going to stop having a war.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting.
1: Oh do what's know. what do you think? think? Any of this? <laughs>
0: thinking of, I'm thinking this along the same lines. So like the main concept of this show is going to be that table scene where they're talking with the three different like I don't know, lords that are mm-hmm. going over and he needs to establish dominance over all of these all of these cities. He's like, I'm the one that you're going to be answering to. Yeah. Um, I also think like he's going to find a different tribe. He's going to find a different group of Tuscans, and mm-hmm. he's going to have to convey that he yes he understands their culture and he knew these other this, this other yeah. tribe, mm-hmm. and he needs to fe- but he needs to prove himself in yeah. a way. So that would be really interesting to see. Um, but I also like I want I want. I want and I need. I want there to be each one of the three groups that are supposed to be controlling those three sectors of, of Tatooine or Mos Espa um, to have their own little uh, like army. So they yeah. of, of something they pull either from the comics, they pull from yeah. the EU. Like they could have uh, like boss could be there. They could have mm-hmm. and and then that's where we get more of uh, um, Fennec Shan because we haven't got enough of her. Yeah. But and, a
1: little bit. yeah,
0: she's been on all these press tours, and I'm
1: like, I need more Fennec, because right now we got four Vespas and a Rancor, and I'm like, that's <laughs> cool, you got the best uh, assassin. She didn't
2: did have that cool you
1: know, rooftop scene. She did, yeah. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, I think yeah, she's going to be a second half of the season, that's a great point. I also want to say, I, as we were talking, I just thought, what if his entire plan is to get all these people together and then give all the, all the land to the Tuscans? But oh, he's like, wow. yeah. I don't. Know, I think he's got to bring them into city? the pre- he's got to city? bring them into the present, the present day somehow. But they
2: control the city though. That doesn't work. You can't have Tuscans rule in a city. That's true. They don't want to be there. They don't right. want it. They want to be in the desert in their tents. Come on. <laughs> it's like any it's like any person that lives
1: outside. Like, why do I want to go into a city? It's I know, disgusting. Right? I know, right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I'm pretty open minded about this whole thing. Yeah. I, I don't really I don't really have anything I need to see or I want to see or anything going forward. Like I'm, I'm I know things that we're going to see and I have an idea in my head about how I can see that it's going to fit together. Like the you know, the mafia table scene, right, the Godfather scene, I can, I can kind of see yeah. that, that all coming together nicely, but I don't know, I'm pretty open-minded about what's going to happen. I try to reserve my judgment for yeah. the whole, the whole like, what we're going to do until at least the season's over, because then you can at least see how it's all fits together as, yeah. far, as far as that. I tried to do that with Mandalorian, too, because there were, there were things I didn't like about, you know, first season of Mando, and I had no idea where the hell it was going, mm-hmm. right? So, right. I don't know, I mean, I feel like I feel like, like you guys have said already, that we don't really know much, right? No, we'll probably go back to
1: sanctuary at some point. Like that seems to be
2: a, 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 they built the set, you
1: know, like so
0: they gotta Yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I mean, when I I like to watch the first time, like the first way through, I like to just sit back and enjoy. Okay, no, no, it's just just, yeah. Yeah. The second second time through is the critiques.
2: Yeah, one reason we try not to speculate too terribly much mm-hmm. on the yeah. show too because it manages your expectations like you say and yeah. I will say though um, this show's just uh, the most wild with that because it's like yeah, what yeah, expectations I don't know <laughs> I don't know what the hell is happening yeah I mean the. I will say that we got more Camino flashbacks this episode yeah. too. Yeah, oh gosh, I, I, I hope we keep getting more of that. I think it's yeah. been really cool. The face reflection in the glass with the yeah. with the ship fine yeah. off was epic. Although
1: I will say, if it costs a little too much money to make Camino again, just put that money in the speeders. Like we get it. <laughs> 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 I've
3: seen Camino. Honestly, just put the Clone Wars thing on Camino out there. Basically, like live action anyway. Yeah, I did. I. Uh, you mentioned the Rancor. We didn't really talk about the Rancor, so I just want yeah, to give that a shout never. out real quick. Mm-hmm. The fact that, that he has a baby Rancor that imprinted him like a little duckling that. That is was awesome. Great. And he says, I want to ride him. So, I know. My, oh, yeah. my prediction. I forgot, I forgot is about that, that was really cool. Moment. a war in the streets between the major factions, like a big blowout fight. Bo was on a Rancor during that fight. That'd be insane, and if you're saving your budget for that, then please do. Go ahead. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to. I want to talk. Let's talk about, let's
2: talk about the the rancor and. Just, yeah, like, I totally. Like, fr- because that that is that was a major part of this episode. Yeah, it yeah, was. Right? He got a baby rancor. That all of that was amazing. The CGI yeah. was incredible. Yeah. Was the incredible. shot
3: of uh, from the point of view of the rancor and Seeing it's like blurry Bobo, eyed yep, and yeah. it clears and then it's Boba. Yep. I did that love that. Awesome. I did love that, that they
2: brought up the the rancor and and like I recognized it immediately as soon as they showed it. And uh, like I was just, I'm all about the rank where right? It was really cool. And I love, uh, I love Danny. Danny Trejo. I love Danny Trejo. You guys, when we watched it, you guys were like, oh, I don't know about Danny Trejo. I'm like, dude, freaking, I love it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's just, I've, I think it's, I, I cannot think. I can't of get of it a, over it. I'm sorry. I cannot I'm trying. Think, <laughs> I cannot think of a single character I would want Danny Trejo to play more than a ranko. Team. Oh,
1: it's per, it's perfect casting. And
2: honestly, I <laughs> wonder, I wonder if the rest of this episode was better, that I'd be like,
1: and Danny Trejo's in this. Like maybe I would have been a little higher
2: on it. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, yeah, maybe so. And we we talked about this that Robert Rodriguez did the Spy Kids movie right yep. and he and, and Dane Trey was involved in that and they're good friends on all that kind of stuff yeah. and that's probably why he was in it which is a slippery slope of like your buddies producing Star Wars films yeah. and we get you know we you know, yeah. it'll, take me out, water... it'll take me out if they ever put like Will Ferrell in like a <laughs> yeah. Star Wars well, and film, the water like, merchant yeah. yeah. was the guy from Dodgeball yep. and, yeah. and, and, and from you Barry and that stuff. took
1: me out because I'm like I don't know his yeah, character's yeah, yeah. name because I'm just trying to right. like
2: yeah. So it's, There's a that, balance. It yeah. is It is a tricky balance, and one that George Lucas himself even recognized from the very beginning, which is why he didn't cast a lot mm-hmm. of really big-name actors yeah. for those original characters. He wanted, you know, that was a principle. He wanted, like, new people. <laughs> if you're going to
1: do it, do Unkar Plutt. Yeah. Put Simon Pegg in yeah. it, but put him in a giant plastic. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. But I liked it, and the Rancor stuff is cool. I love the Easter egg we got, To I've ridden Beast ten times size of this, right? Which yeah. has got to be the... Uh, I thought Holiday Special. The Immediately. Sword. I thought sword? Was sword. Is that implied that Boba Fett has written mythosaurus? Is that a thing? I mean, it's imp- it's implied. I think that's
1: the yeah. word for it. It's implied. Yeah. Okay. But I think it's got to be that dinosaur from the Holiday Special. That would be my joke. I don't
0: yeah. remember that. Because
1: the gun was from the Holiday Special, so yeah. like, why not yeah. just keep leaning into it? That's true.
3: But I think the, um, just to kind of circle back, I think the, what you brought up about giving the land back to the Tuskens in the end, like, maybe it, it won't go that far. I do think the Tusken War is going to come back. I yeah. think that there's... there's there's a good reason that we did not see yeah. her there amongst them. And think about how cool it would be if Tuscan, or if uh, Boba in present day time got in contact with a new Tuscan tribe, starts talking to them, and you just see like the Tuscan warrior like come out of like one wow. of the tents and like that's the chieftain of like this Dude, group. Now, that
2: the crime lord, like he, he, like the he the Tuskins are loyal to him. He rides a flipping rancor. Like yeah. dude, he, like yeah. nobody would challenge yeah. that. Well, right that's right?
1: always the history of all the best like crime lords in in all these countries. You you have to be able to mediate between all you native populations, rich people, poor people. Like the best crime yeah. lords are beloved yeah. and respected because they actually touch all the communities. Yeah. So, I mean, that could be cool. And I mean, but that being said, based on this episode, the Rancor could be, like, absolutely killed next episode.
2: Like, yeah, I, like, I, know. <laughs> I, know. I know. Real, real, real talk. And I, I will say that, I will say if we totally, you know, managing expectations, if we're totally done with the Tuskins and we don't see the Warrior again after all this buildup, I'm going to be very upset and disappointed by that. Yeah, and, yeah. and I will openly say that was a really bad choice. Yeah, because
1: they did... And I think it's it's the flaw in good execution. You did such a good job.
2: Yeah. Mm. But, again, we'll see. Listen, we, as Star Wars fans, it is okay to like things. I don't, I don't want people... Or yes. dislike things. I don't want people to... I don't want okay. people to... to um, leave this episode with us being like, oh, man, these guys are so negative. Like, I don't want you to no. have that that yeah. experience, right? I mean, it is perfectly acceptable to like and dislike things, right? I think, I think like... Trying to find the positive aspects of things that, that you enjoy, even if you have criticism of it, is is how you be a good fan. Is That's is how it. you this is how you maintain this is a lifetime thing, right? Yeah. It's like, like you don't fall into that trap of raging about something and trying to cancel it and all this crap. Right. Okay. You just you gotta find the things you like about the thing you dislike the most.
1: Yeah. Right. And we're watching next week and you know what? I don't have time to rewatch stuff as it is anyway. So this isn't gonna yeah. be in one of my three episodes I rewatch in my
2: life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah, there has to be a healthy healthy give and take with being a diehard fan of anything and I think a lot of Star Wars fans get that wrong and I hope that we can continue to preach that message as Utini does. That's it man. But next
1: week we will be back in our respective homes except Wes who's now in Asheville forever. Uh, But we want to thank you all for tuning into this uh, possibly once in a lifetime episode of Bounty Hunt. Uh, Crazy episode for it to be but we're very excited already for next week uh, which again probably a different director probably a different story and it will be more Boba Fett. But that will do it, my friends, for this week's episode of Bounty Hunt. A special thank you goes out to Cheryl Bell, O.K. Endor, Jeremy Kazina, J.G. Cars, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Matt Billington, Tyler Latour, Olivia Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C, and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. Thank you for all your support at utncom slash Patreon. Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about the book of Boba Fett. we got a channel in our Discord at utd.com slash Discord. Please, please use spoiler tags as appropriate to make sure everyone can enjoy it as they wish. Um, if you want to follow us individually, we are on Twitter at Living Force Pod every Monday night. We're live on YouTube. We're at Eric Allerson, at DocStarWarsMD, at CHANKLE, and at West. Until next time...
3: I don't know, man. And, I missed end it with th- a four-person high five. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>
0: You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Yeah? Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com.